Hello and welcome to the very last podcast of this year. Uh, we are going to take a look at what's happening next year, uh, and I'm joined by Simon Cardi. Hello, there's a lot of stuff. Like, if everything that's on this list of about almost, I don't know, 100 things we've got here actually happens in 2022, it's going to be a hell of a year. Um, I will say, you can probably hear, I sound quite ill. Don't worry, it's just a cold, nothing worse. I don't want to. I don't want anyone to be worried. And mm. anyway, you know, you'll be listening to this about two weeks after my illness, so, you know. Hopefully not your you death. Oh. Well, well, I mean, that would be quite... That, I mean, if this comes out now and it's a memorial episode, I don't think that many people would be laughing. Um, That's there true. We go. I won't be laughing. Jesse no, Gomez, will you not. be laughing? Certainly not. I very much care Good. for Cardi's life. Good, I think we've you. all got very exciting years coming up next year. And as you say, Cardi, Ooh. it's an incredibly busy year for everything that IGN covers. Indeed. Um, yes. So we're going to go through some of the games and some of the films and some of the TV shows that we're excited for. It's certainly not going to be an exhaustive list because otherwise this podcast will probably be about six or seven I mean, it's long. still pretty exhaustive looking at yeah. it, but yes, it's not everything. So if there's yeah. a game or a film you're excited about and you're not going to talk about, please, please don't get angry. There's, there's just simply too much stuff. Like, I, I would like to hear the stuff that you are most excited for, but I think we should save that. Yeah. Should we go through some of the stuff that's happening first? Like, Let's do after it. a really long gestation period, Rainbow mm-hmm. Sex Extraction is finally coming out. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's when that was one. first announced, we were super excited because we were heavily into Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as time has gone by, yeah. I just couldn't give a hoot. I just, yeah, I'm struggling to be excited. I feel like I kind of, at the time... Yeah, when it was revealed, we're like, oh, cool, like Siege mixed with Left for Dead. That sounds a cool idea. But since we've had, you know, we're not into Siege as much anymore. Yeah. Back for Blood came out, and that I, I enjoy Back for Blood quite a bit, so I feel like I've got my fix of that sort of game in the exactly. past few months. And Halo multiplayer is out, and that's the multiplayer. Like, if I'm playing any multiplayer right now, it's yeah. going to be that. I, just, I don't so. know what Extraction is offering. Like, there's not much to say other than it's just disappointing. Especially, like, I think I've played it either once or twice. Like, the only thing it's going to offer is disappointment. <laughs> yeah, because it's like... That, that's what a way thing. to kick off the excitement of 2022. Yeah, but no one here is excited for extraction. That's I'm the thing. sure there are some people, but yes. Yeah. I don't think there's, like, hardcore Rainbow Six fans who... No. Like, because Siege well, sort of deviated from what people like used to enjoy which is that sort of like slow paced tactical sort of experience and now you have other games that offer that in abundance and do it better than what rainbow six have been doing for years anyway and then you're back for blood yeah i mean i feel like if we're not excited then most people aren't gonna be if you know what i mean because we should be kind of the target audience for this game and if we've lost interest from the frank like whenever they've showed off this game it's been a it's just looked a little bland hasn't it so yeah i'm i'm struggling to get i'm sure we'll give it a go when it comes out i'm sure we'll play it for like a week and we'll have an okay time but yeah i can't see it taking over my life like some of those games do yeah 100 percent what about Windjammers 2? Uh, oh, so I, I've <laughs> missed Windjammers as a yes, phenomenon because yes. I think that is the mm-hmm. best way to describe it. A phenomenon, yeah. A phenomenon <laughs> uh, mainly in France in the 80s. <laughs> but um, <laughs> now it's, yeah, Windjammers 2 is finally coming out on the 20th of January. And like, it felt like, I say it felt like it has been, I think it's over. Is it two and a half years now since me and Joe went to Paris to look certainly, at the development of this it's been game? A while. Pre-pandemic, I yeah. think it was. Yeah, I think 100%. it was like summer 2020 that me and Joe did a little like 15 minute feature on it 
because mm. we were expecting that game to come out soon. <laughs> Two and a half years later, it's finally coming out. Like me, Joe, like a few of us, we have kind of a real soft spot for Windjammers. If you don't know, don't know what Windjammers is, the original is like a eighties like arcade game that's basically like power frisbee it's like pong but with frisbees basically mm. um it's semi like a sports game semi fighting game it's just very addictive and yeah just we've been waiting a long time for windjammers too and it's finally coming yeah well i must admit i thought it was already out which is why when i saw it on this <laughs> list i was like what's that doing on there but- yeah it felt feels like it's been coming out for absolutely ever um other exciting stuff obviously pokemon it's not really for yes. me well, that, I keep forgetting that Pokemon Legends are so Pokemon Legends Arceus, I believe, is how it's pronounced. Twenty yeah. eighth uh, of January. That's only what a month away. Yeah. We still, unless you know, in the next couple of weeks, when we're going to reveal a lot, we still don't really know what you're doing in like this game it's, too much. It's, or the, what. it's a sort of like open worldish Pokemon. Like you're not. It's like. All the Pokemon are sort of like around you. It's not like the traditional sort of yeah. Pokemon experience where you're just going into the grass and they suddenly seems randomly a little bit appear. Like, yeah, a little bit like the wild area in Sword and Shield. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't done a lot of reading about it, to be fair, so I could just be being ignorant here. But I think a lot of people, you know, they lazily see some grass and they go, oh, it's Breath of the Wild with Pokemon. I don't think it is that necessarily. Mm, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued by it. I do. I've always had a soft spot for Pokemon. And yeah, yeah, same I'm, here. I'm looking forward to giving it a go. Um, and then sort of jumping ahead a bit, obviously, if there's anything else on the list that you want to talk about, but I guess the first yeah, yeah, yeah. biggie to come out uh, is Horizon Forbidden West on the 18th yes. of February. Mm. Again, it's not long, is it? It's not long at all, um, but it does feel like it's been coming for an awfully mm-hmm. long time. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. I, I, I really like the first Horizon and... The only real mark against it, in my opinion, was its story. I didn't just didn't feel the the story was that engaging. Like I loved that open world. Yeah, loved the uh, creature design. Loved the the fighting design. Mm. Fighting design, combat design. <laughs> um, and yeah, the I'm just every time I see it, I'm like, I don't need to see it anymore now. But every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, I want to I want to take on some massive dinosaurs, basically. Yeah, yeah. I got about two thirds of the way through the first one, and mm. it just. I probably went back to it three times and it never clicked for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that, you know, I sit down and just get stuck into this one. Because as well, you say, there's, that... there's no reason why I shouldn't because I, I enjoyed the, the, the world. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the actual mechanics of what you're doing, you know, minute by minute, but it just yeah. didn't grab me. Yeah. So I realise I'm in the minority in it because it came out, it was, you know, infamously came out like the same time as Breath of the Wild, didn't it? Like two massive open world games. And most of the world like veered towards breath of the world and 100 percented that different that and maybe horizon was left in its mm. wake a little bit whereas i'm the person you know who you know you're about to shout me out like preferred horizon to breath of the wild oh uh, what a <laughs> ridiculous statement yeah. oh my god um but, uh, <laughs> that should wrong, be both, a hiring if you ask question, me they're both, shouldn't it <laughs> but they're both fantastic games um but yeah like i just don't it's, it's more my sort of thing and mm. yeah i i really enjoyed it and i I kind of I I'm questioning whether to go back and replay the original before it, but I don't know. If, I don't know if I'll have time, frankly. I have to go back like, and replay Breath of the Wild because you can play that game over and over and over. I did recently start it again, but yeah, I mean, you said is there any like in between that? There's a few games coming out in between that, like early February. We've got Dying Light two. I I didn't play Dying Light one. It's not really my sort of thing. Jesse, I, I imagine you played Dying Light. Yeah, it's like um, it's a pretty fun co-op game to be fair and like as far as you know sort of first person zombie shooters go 
mm. Dying Light always felt like the best among them just because of the movement system, being able to actually, you know, jump over vault things like slide under stuff. It felt pretty good to play. And as a co-op experience, you have the entire game to play through. There's tons of DLC you can blast through as well. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good game. You I'm not like to two then. I'd... I, I, like if I can find someone to play it with for sure, I don't think it's like on my, you know, top, top list of like, I'm really yeah. looking forward to this, but I could imagine tons of people are looking forward to it. One that I'm slowly getting more excited for is I think it's the 8th of February is Sifu, which, mm. Uh, recently Mitchell uh, from IGN did a preview of and the more I hear about that game the cooler it sounds it just looks so fun yeah if you don't know what it is it's kind of a a martial arts game you know the lazy way of describing it is it's kind of like old boy the game like that fight scene from old boy but for a whole game and it just has some really interesting mechanics I was reading about so like you age as you go through the game but for each death you've had like if you want to revive that your character ages up so like if you've died five times on that run you age by five years and the older you get the smaller your health bar gets but also the more powerful you get because you're earning like you're getting wiser and yeah basically learning more combat so it's a really sounds really intriguing like something i've not really seen before in a game which yeah, you know for sure rare to see these days so i'm into that one quite a bit yeah 100 percent. it does look pretty fun Mm-hmm. And I also put Crossfire X down, which is the shooter from Smilegate. It's a multiplayer, like Counter Strike style, free to play shooter. But that's not the part of it I'm interested in because the single p- player campaign comes out in February, and that's being developed by Remedy, who are one of my absolute favourite studios in the world. So right. I'm intrigued just to see what yeah a Remedy first person shooter campaign looks like i'm sure they'll do some interesting stuff with it so i'm definitely gonna give that a go yeah i'd love to know how that collaboration just came to be because like what Mm -hmm. remedies involvement actually is like is it just story alone or is it like piecing together the entire like single player because they're surely gonna do a good job i mean looking forward to like a good little you know fps campaign experience yeah I'm, i'm really forward to that so elden ring comes out the day after my birthday oh wow what an experience what a treat don't I mean, find I know me a copy of it, though, because I won't play <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like I always say this, and it must be irritating to anyone who's really excited for this game, because I appreciate what it's doing. It looks gorgeous, like, looks very impressive. I know I'll play, like, two or three hours and go, and yet again go, this is not for me. I mean, <laughs> Jesse, you're you're more tuned into these, sort like, from games. Like, are you looking forward to it? I'm definitely looking forward to it. Like, the problem with me is that, like, I just don't have... I don't think I have the skill set to play a From Software game all the way through. Like, I... The last one I really, like, actually took the time to sit down and complete was Dark Souls 3. Um, with Sekiro and stuff, I got about halfway, and I was like, I want to see the rest of this world. Mm. I'm just going to use cheats on PC now and just play at my own pace. <gasps> like... I know that is blasphemous to some people, but at the end of the day, like if you, if you can't adjust the difficulty, I'll just do it just myself and have a want. good time. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like the world itself, and you know, just the way like bosses look and stuff, it's all mad and all really pretty. I want to see all of that, but I don't want to spend mm-hmm. ten hours on one boss because I'm getting my ass. I will, I will absolutely watch someone play this game as I yeah. have with yeah. all all of these sorts of games. Well, but that's yeah, what I was thinking. It's good. All right. Come on, mm-hmm. Netflix, do a collaboration with From and make it accessible to <laughs> Ooh, me. That would be, that's my like pressing that play. Cool. What, just like a long yeah. play on Netflix just to watch? Well, I, I, like, like I say, I'm intrigued. Every single game they make, you can see the attention and the detail that's mm-hmm. poured into its world and the, yeah. the lore and stuff. But the barrier is the... I don't have the time to play the same boss yeah. eight hours mm-hmm. straight. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
you could just get good at it. That would be. Oh yeah, yeah just like become, yeah, just become better. Line. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it's it fantastic, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I will absolutely watch someone play this game, and you know, it's probably. I think it is like two years in a row at the Game Awards. It's one most anticipated game. So obviously, we're in the minority. Whereas, oh, the I, world I, I, is that's the thing. Salivating. No doubt. I think like Matt <laughs> yeah. plays a lot of the Souls games, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he will absolutely destroy it. But yeah, absolutely. Um, if we were in the same office together, then maybe I'd watch him destroy it. But unfortunately, we're separate. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Omicron. Uh, uh, other stuff come out. There's a few on here, Jesse, that I thought have got you written all over. Stalker 2, Sons of the Forest. They are Jesse Gomez games. Oh, yeah. They're like, grim. That's what we're saying. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I, I've mentioned how much I love Stalker before and stuff. I'm not going to get too much into it. But I feel like for me, it Stalker 2... You know, I've been waiting for this sequel for ages, but I think the main thing for me is that it's going to be a really good showcase of Unreal Engine 5. We had Matrix, the Matrix experience, which I think was pretty, like, outside of the gaming sections, was pretty good for showing that this is what current generation, like, Mm. hardware and software can do, leaving cross-gen games behind, and Stalker 2 is going to be, like, the first real showcase of that in a world that I really, really like. You know, it's like a pretty grim survival game and stuff set in a you know, like an alternate reality where Chernobyl's had a second incident and now there's mutants and anomalies and other crazy things. They just don't need that. Didn't they have enough? I mean... Who knows? They're they're not having good luck there in Chernobyl. But, like I said, I'm like a proper survival game in Unreal Engine 5. Like, the screenshots Mm -hmm. already look really good, um, but... I'm just looking, looking forward to the NFT involvement. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's just been like... it's so it's so stupid to have this mad bid in war for someone to get into the game. Like, there's way more creative and nice, environment friendly ways to have a fun little competition, and they've just had to fuck it by doing that. Like, it's yeah. disappointing. But at least Sons of the Forest is yeah. going to be a fun NFT clean experience. I hope. <laughs> well, you don't know um, that yet. You don't, you know. Who would have thought yeah. that a year ago we were talking about ga- <laughs> games that are NFT clean experiences? <laughs> What a mad world. It's, really it's, it's mad, but like, are you lot looking forward to the Sons of the Forest? Because Dale and I played for it not too long ago. And it's like, story aside, it's genuinely like a really fun and sometimes humorous like co-op survival game. It's just game. not my... I didn't play the original. It's just not my cup of tea. Like, I'm not into like, survival games. They're yeah, not, fair enough. They're not for me. Uh, I don't find them particularly fun. But yeah. like, I mean, when, so, yeah. when you were talking about it, you and Dale were just going around collecting logs and building stuff. It's like, <laughs> that doesn't sound very exciting. <laughs> building a gazebo together with your friends while surviving That's you in a tank very sweet very that, is fun. A, that is how to survive the pandemic <laughs> exactly <laughs> it does look creepy though uh, it's got a good sense of horror to it yeah for sure but yeah looking forward to those one, we, one we've skipped over there Al um, Mar- it's out on March 16th which is my birthday uh, oh, there wow. we go um, is Tunic which I'm sure have you, do you know much about Tunic Al? I imagine I this is your sort of game I have I know literally nothing about it. <laughs> well, it's wow. it's a Microsoft uh, exclusive, and it's basically a Zelda clone. But looks of it, you play as a green oh. fox with a oh, sword that right. solves puzzles. I, I've seen the trailer. I didn't know it was called that. Right? Yeah. There we go. Uh, I imagine you'll be into this. So I'm going to give it a good go as well. Uh, so, so like we've been waiting years for this one as well. It's been around forever. Yeah, I've been seeing it for like a long while, right? They've yeah. been showing gameplay for like quite a few years, haven't they? About three or four years, I think. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, finally coming out in March. I'm a bit of a snob when it comes. When people say Zelda clone, <laughs> I'm a bit like. <laughs> I mean, this one. It's hard. It's hard to look at it and not think it's that. But I think. But uh, do, do you but, have... uh, that's the problem, though, isn't it? Like a lot of Zelda clones out there 
just how as good as Zelda. Done it better. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. But that's the yeah. thing, though, Alex. Do you have more love for the two D Zelda games or the three D Zelda games? What's uh, your Breath preference? Of Wild, baby. Breath yeah, of Wild, okay. baby. He's he's all in. Yeah, uh, I think. Uh, like, I didn't. My first Zelda was Ocarina of Time. So mm, okay. obviously, I was born into the three D realm. <laughs> I've gone back. I haven't played all of the two D ones, but I've played quite a few of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I just love the openness that you get from Ocarina onwards. So. Mm-hmm. I'm going enough. to predict you'll have a good time with this game. That's yeah. my prediction. Uh, <laughs> and then Square has a biggie with Forspoken. Yeah, I didn't realise that was out so soon. I say mm. so soon, it's May. It's like still, what, six months away? End of May. But um, I just struggle. I know, um, I think Matt's more excited for this than I am. Um, I don't know, the sign about this that isn't doing it for me. Yeah, I, I don't know. When... I saw it, it was E3 or Gamescom, I was like, that looks pretty cool. But when mm. I saw it most recently at the Game Awards, I was like, I'm less excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Which it is, just... Like, it should be the other way around. It's, it's got the, the, magic it's got the, the looks and stuff, yeah, like, it looks yeah. really and good. I, I kind of like that sort of story, which is like a Wizard of Oz sort of story, like someone being brought in from our world into like this fantasy world. Um, yeah. I kind of like that concept, but like every time I see that world, I'm just like, this looks a bit bland i don't know like yeah. i don't know it's not quite clicking for me yet there's still months maybe i'll turn around maybe i'll love it but as of this moment i'm kind of a little lukewarm on it yeah i feel like that's what the reception has been as well because people have had like hands-off previews recently or something like that showing some new gameplay and it's pretty much echoing what yeah, you said like it's might just be like to bit... judge but yeah for i'll sure. have a look like another thing i'm like a lot of people are lukewarm on i think is saints row mm, but i don't yeah. know like I don't have a love for Saints Row. Like, I've always been GTA over Saints Row. Yeah, um, for sure. Saints Row the Third is very good, and I don't know if that's what they're trying to recapture with this one. But yeah. I don't know. It's kind of it's like there's that thin line, isn't it, between being quite a fun satirical game and just being quite irritating. And the trailers yeah. I've seen for it have just been quite irritating. I think they've, they've also seem to like just like stripping back a lot of the color as well. Like it seems to be really just beige looking just because it's kind of set in this desert-ish looking city as well compared to, you know, previous um, Saints Row games, which have always been quite colourful. But at the very least, it's going to be a fun co-op open world experience, I guess. Yeah, I think we need to play that. It's fair enough seeing the trailers, but that's definitely a game Mm -hmm. that you kind of reserve judgment till playing. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And then in terms of other games that we know roughly when they're coming out, Scorn. Yeah. And then Scorn, S- yeah. Starfield, never heard of Starfield. So Scorn was meant to be coming out this year, but um, it's been delayed till October. I think it's um, October 23rd or 22nd. I think, yeah, I don't know if it's got... A, I know it's October, but um, this looks... I mean, I'm a sucker for anything a bit HR Geekery, and mm. this is definitely... It's basically a HR Geekery game, isn't it? And yeah. like you, I was reading about this game. You play as like a skinless humanoid on an alien planet. I mean, that sounds... I Recently, I was doing a video about what's next for xbox uh next year and um this is an xbox console exclusive and like it's this and stalker battling it out for like grimmest game possible next year like it <laughs> just looks world. yeah it looks like visually impressive but at the same time just grim and yeah I love I'm, it. I'm kind of into it though like a yeah i'm not 100 percent sure it's, I know it's an FPS, and yeah, yeah. I don't know how horror it is. That's the thing, like, we don't know how it's going to play. Like, it looks great, but is it, like, similar to something like Dead Space, but a bit more slower paced? Is it similar to, like, mm. I don't know, Bioshock or something? We don't quite not know, because sure. there is combat, but, yeah. Yeah, it's an FPS. Yeah, I'm not... I'm, I'm intrigued by it. Let's, mm. let's put it. It has my attention. So, uh, 
Yeah. But also, Starfield. I was going to say, you're extremely okay. excited for that, right? I think Starfield may be over everything, and we've still got some big games to talk about as well. I think Starfield may be the one I'm most excited about. Yeah. It might be my most anticipated game. I think mainly because, although we still don't know, we haven't really seen it properly, we don't know a lot about it. It's more the promise of it. Like, if it delivers on what they've said this is, like a full-on, like Top Todd Howard has called it, like the biggest like sci-fi odyssey you'll ever go on like like if it's skyrim in space like go into planets like exploring like if it's everything it could be then i think this is my most anticipated game like i've no real reason to doubt Bethesda. they had a little bit of a wobbly period i really liked fallout 4 i know it wasn't received quite as well as some of the other games mm. fallout 76 was obviously a little bit of a disaster at launch but has turned it around a bit like mm. i i don't know i just I'm just so excited for this game. It's their first new series in over a decade, which you know yeah. is exciting in its own way. I think. I, I is don't. No one, no one else excited for Starfield. Not really. <laughs> yeah, the thing, like I'm just like I've got everything it's not I need. Kind of thing. Okay. It's yeah, not I, my I, kind of thing. I feel like I'm more excited, and I know this is going to sound dumb. I'm more excited for like the life afterwards after Starfield, where people have got on their hands on it and just like pretty much just modded it into a Star Wars but game. To I be thought honest. like you're big into Fallout, aren't you, Jesse? I enjoy Fallout New Vegas 3 to some extent. Wasn't a big fan of 4, but I feel like they've learned lessons from Fallout 4 and 76 mm-hmm. most likely to put Starfield into a good state. Yeah. Like you said, they have to deliver on that promise. And if they do, I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah, I hope it comes out in November. Look, generally, Bethesda are quite good at putting a date and sticking to it. So I'm hoping mm. it doesn't slip, but you just never know at the moment with games, do you? Like, yeah. But yeah, I think that is my... If I had to pick one that I could play tomorrow, I think it would be Starfield. Oh, man. I think it would be a tie between that and God of War, Ragnarok. Mm. Like, those are the two, I think. That are... Fair enough. And we don't know, like, they keep saying God of Wars this year, or next year, whatever <laughs> time we're thinking of. next this year. But I, I hope it is. I, I just, you know. Well, I, I think it would be, like... You've got no reason to think that it wouldn't be. You know, we're still a year away. Yeah, um, that's a good amount of time. And and I do think that obviously some of the troubles that um, they had with the last God of War, you would mm. hope that that infrastructure is now in place to prevent that happening here, so they can focus on story and combat and you know fine tuning that. So yeah, I, I think we'll definitely see God of War, and, and like you, Cardi, that is definitely one of my most anticipated games of yeah. next year because I mean. Like, I would ask you what your most is, but it's a stupid question, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, if Breath of the Two, the Breath of the Wild Two, doesn't come out next year, then uh, I've just had it. What is there to live for? <laughs> just had it. Because, like, when you were talking about Scorn a moment ago and how miserable yeah. that world is, Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild is the polar opposite. That's what I spent yeah. so much time doing in that game: is just walking around because it's a nicer place than where I live. um and and that's it i I did do all the shrines i did i didn't do all uh 900 seeds because that's nuts i don't know why you would want to do that no they're seeds not nuts i knew that joke was coming (laughs) (laughs) Um, and also like and we spoke about it on last week's podcast well it'll be a few weeks ago by the time you listen to this is that (laughs) you can replay it in lots of different ways and still get mm, a ton yeah. of enjoyment out of it. Like yeah, there are very sure. few games that I play more than once and that's, I'm on my, yeah. well, almost finished my third playthrough. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like I know Breath of the Wild 
the uh, first Breath of the Wild is one of the best games ever made. Just because yeah. I slightly preferred Horizon at the time. You know, I'm still very excited to play Breath of the Wild. Too, Trash and, opinion. Well, I mean, we don't even know what it's called, which is no. a mystery in its own, isn't it? Yeah. Really? And also, like, Zelda is the is probably the only sort of series that I would buy a console mm-hmm. specifically for. And obviously I did that for um, Breath of the Wild 1. If they announced the Switch 2 and it was only on that, I would absolutely wholesale chuck Oh, yeah, 100%. It. No doubt about that. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of other games coming out. We can, like, skim over some of these. Like, I've put I put a load on this list, like A Plague Tale Requiem. I've heard, I still haven't played the original, but I've heard only good things about A Plague Tale. Same here. Um, yeah, I, I do want to play that. I'm going to sneeze. I apologise. All right. Well, Suicide Squad, because um, <laughs> obviously, well, you've got two Batman games coming out. I know Suicide is not technically a Batman game. Yeah. I managed to hold it in, but it did hit my microphone. Everyone, it's fine. It's okay. Let's calm down. I was really worried there. <laughs> so Suicide Squad, uh, I think Rocksteady, proven yes. developer, they'll be great. Gotham yeah, Knights. I can't wait. Um, I didn't actually play the Absolutely. last um, Batman game. You didn't but play I, Arkham Knight? I did. Oh, you should. I've never yeah. finished any of them. What? Oh, come on. That's a, well, what? That's no, a great on. Christmas no, I did thing play to Arkham do. Knight, but didn't there, there yeah, was one was in between? One. What was Arkham no, Origins was, or whatever? That was before Arkham Knight. Oh, that's oh, sorry. Okay. That's the one I didn't play. Oh, Arkham Knight. I did play all, that because that was one good. of the Batman. Very good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can't wait for both of those. Like another one. Like, I feel like I said this this time last year and probably the year before. But Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga is yeah. one of my most anticipated oh, yeah. games, and it's hopefully coming. I think they've said maybe like Q two, like spring summer mm. this year. Maybe. Um, I just really want to play a game. It's probably so like it the most exciting looking Star Wars game for years now, and it's Lego as well. It's just it's you would so hope. Good. With so much development time that they have it's, kind of developed that or evolved the sort of formula that those games have sort of been built mm-hmm. on, because it does feel I've played through a few of the different games with my boy, because obviously he likes Spider Man and he likes all the yeah. Jurassic World, but they are the same game with a different like <laughs> of paint, and so I'm hoping that they've done yeah. something a bit fresh with it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I mean, there's loads. Like, there are so many games supposedly coming out next year. Like, like I put on this. I don't know. Like, I put the Callisto Protocol down because apparently they've said it's next year, but I, I, I can't see that. I feel like that's really early in development. That's the one um, that's the spiritual successor to Dead Space, effectively, and supposedly we're getting the Dead Space remake uh, next year. Which I don't know. That also seems quite early for that. Yeah, Um, I just can't imagine Dead Space coming out next year for some reason. It really feels like. A bit later for that. Those are ones that were kind of, yeah, fingers crossed. Like same, well, I think not same at all. But Ghostwire Tokyo, I think, is early mm. uh, next year. Which, again, I'm not overly intrigued. Like, I'm I'm intrigued by it, but I'm not excited by it. Like every time I see it, I don't know. It doesn't look great. But also, you gotta have some faith in Shinji Mikami, haven't you? To a certain extent. <laughs> yeah. When do you think we'll see another Mario game? It feels like it's been I, a long time. And I mean well, a proper Mario game, not yeah, a party we've got game, Mario and not tennis or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need um, a sequel to Odyssey almost as much as I want yeah, Breath why of the Wild like, too. I feel, I feel like I've said this a hundred times now. Why is there no Odyssey DLC adding some worlds? Or, yeah, that is mad. Yeah, or just Odyssey 2. Like, please, end of this year, if we got Odyssey 2 and Breath of the Wild, then... Because Nintendo don't really... They have the new Pokemon game, they have Zelda... I think Splatoon three won't be next year. That's probably mm, at least mm. another year away. Um, like they don't have 
a ton. Oh, is Kirby supposed to be next year, actually? Oh, that I'm open world sure. Kirby game? That might be Maybe. 2020. I think when you've got Breath of the Wild 2, what else do you need? Yeah. And I know I'm biased, but that is, you know, you you've got, I, I you've know, got AAA and then you've got, I don't know what's it's of AAA, but that's just definitely up I love Mario, like, historically, I'm not saying Breath of the Wild, again, not saying Breath of the Wild isn't brilliant, <laughs> but um, historically, I prefer Mario games over Zelda mm. games. Like, mm. I love Mario and I just want another Odyssey, basically, like... I yeah. just wonder whether, because obviously having two of their biggest franchises coming out roughly the same time, yeah, mm-hmm. I reckon. I wonder if they're trying to put distance between them, and whether they'll like Zelda yeah. might be the swan song for this Switch, and then whatever Mario happens to be yeah. will be the system stellar for the next one. Because well, they like, couldn't Odyssey- launch a console without one of those either. Yeah, yeah. it's mad when you think about it that Odyssey and Breath of the Wild came out in the same year. Yeah. What a, a combo! It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. 2017 was the year. <laughs> yeah do you think we'll ever like they've kind of perfected it like it's the same as smash bros ultimate like can they make another smash bros off this they've kind of nailed it um but like will we get a new mario kart ever like it's been forever since we've had a new mario kart but yeah. the latest one kind of has everything you'd ever need yeah so, i don't know yeah i've yeah. been playing again this is slightly off topic but i've been playing a lot of mario party superstars and again, it's just very good because it's the greatest hits of all of the best levels from that. Yeah, exactly. It's just a blast. Yeah. You just can't go mm-hmm. wrong, can you? Go I've just wrong. got one more I want to mention, mainly because I think if I, we didn't mention it, Matt would fly into the chat and start berating us. <laughs> it's Redfall from Arcane, which I'm very excited about because this is like... I absolutely loved Deathloop, but like on paper, Redfall is even more what I want, which is a four-player co-op open world zombie game but made by arcane i mean yeah. not zombies sorry vampires yeah um yeah this is supposedly coming out later next year and yeah this if if they if they nailed us and there's no real reason to doubt arcane with yeah their track absolutely record. like with their i will be playing a lot of this game yeah 100% when you said mm-hmm. matt would berate you i i thought you were going to say Baldur's gate 3 cuz yeah, exactly. i think he's exceptionally excited for prepping for that <laughs> Do you know, i am um, I'm also excited for Baldur's Gate 3, so I've never played a Baldur's Gate, but I have played, I got about halfway through Divinity Original Sin 2 and just tailed off for some reason. I was really enjoying it, but I need to go back to that one day. But I did play a bit of the early access Baldur's Gate 3 that came out last year and played a few hours, but I kind of thought, do you know what, I'm going to wait for the full thing. I'm going to wait and play it all through. Whether I ever finish Baldur's Gate 3 is another thing, but supposedly it comes out next year. Um, Yeah, I, I was enjoying it, like... Looking forward to it. Just a lot of games. It's a lot of games. They are. Those are the the picks for all the games coming out in 2022. Obviously, if you've got any other games you're looking forward to, you can email us yes. at IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Mm-hmm. Let's switch focus to movies now. And uh, oh, obviously, yes. you know, just as we're getting into a brand new year, we're going to start off with Scream. <laughs> yes, because it's a classic New Year's film. Like. <laughs> You don't want to release Scream at Halloween. Why would no. you do that when you can release it in January? Uh, they, they must have been targeting Halloween, and it just yeah, slipped. Who knows? But, I don't know. I, I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to this. I'm not. I really, really like Scream One. Scream Two is pretty good. I can't remember much about any of the other Screams. What well, well, Screams have there been then? Oh, there's been at least four or five now. I think this might be six. Okay, if not five. Right. Because um, I only well, remember yeah, the this first is, one. I can't really yeah. remember First what. First one's brilliant. Mm. Was it the um, same people in the second one? I can't remember. Some of them, yeah. 
Um, obviously, right. not all of them are alive. <laughs> um, but uh, this one's kind of bringing it all back together, isn't it? I think their whole deal is like bringing back the original cast and being like, they're trying to make it like, who's the killer? Like, one of the original cast might be uh, the killer. But, I feel like it has the potential yeah. to be a Halloween Kills situation, and I very much dislike yeah, that film. Who knows? I mean. So, presumably, I'll, I'll it's it. all of the surviving cast. It's not a reboot <laughs> yeah, of yeah, the franchise or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Right, okay. I'm yeah, just like. No. They're all grown Parallel up, universe like, or whatever. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'll watch it. I'm not. It's not by no means my most anticipated film of the year, but I'll watch it. Mm. Morbius. Are you excited by that? Uh, you I don't, don't like Jared Leto, though, do you? Is it? Was it I, you? No, I don't. Or was it? I, oh, maybe I it was don't Matt. mind. I. Well, I say I don't mind Jared Lowe. I think he's a good, he can be a very good actor. I don't know about the man himself. Seems yeah, <laughs> very odd. Seems to be a um, bit peculiar. Uh, I'd, like as we'll go, for, as we'll realise here, there is so much superhero like TV and film stuff coming out. Yeah. next year. Like I don't even know if this would crack the top ten of those that I'm interested in. <laughs> There's like, a lot, isn't there? I don't know. The trailer just like it has it has the Venom feel to me. Where I'm just like, yeah, oh, I'm just not. I don't I'd know. It's taking itself a bit too seriously. I know Venom doesn't really take itself too seriously, but it's still got it's quite a dark look to it. It's like it's, yeah. I don't know. It's just the strange thing of like turning all these like villains. I was going to say well known. I don't think tons of people really know much about Morbius himself, but like mm. turning them into just like now just anti heroes or just kind of heroes anyway. Like Venom has always been, you know, Spider Man's bad guy. And like I haven't seen the Venom films just because I'm not particularly interested, but like Morbius just seems so low on that list. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Let's not, let's not dwell on Morbius. It come, what comes out in January? I'm <laughs> sure we'll Morbius. talk about it when it comes out. Well, February, you get Jackass Forever, and I am very much <laughs> yes. looking forward to the return of Johnny Knoxville and the game. <laughs> I just, I haven't watched Jackass in what fifteen years, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I probably will put this on in the background, just be like, this. What What are we doing? I think because obviously when that first came out the yeah, whole yeah. sort of youtube prank thing wasn't a thing whereas yeah. now it's everywhere and so it would be interesting to see what it's like watching some middle-aged well, men exactly they're all must mouse be traps on their ball bags <laughs> they must be they must be approaching like 50 now some of them yeah and it must yeah. Be, like their why would you do that put yourself through like obviously you know bit of money got their sh- i know <laughs> but is things that hard i would imagine for some of the jackass crew yes things yeah. are that hard I, I think know, like Johnny Knoxville's acting career has been fairly dry lately. I guess I will yeah. watch it, but it does feel sound quite antiquated, doesn't it? Like I always like associate that with like the Tony Hawk mm. era, like that yeah. sort of thing. Like I don't know, like is anyone? I'm sure people are excited. Like I said, I will watch it, but is, is anyone? I feel like is it's anyone going to be an, for a new jacket? It's going to be an hour and a half, <laughs> just like old people just if smashing that. each other up and yeah. it just that is what ja- yeah that will it, it just, will probably be like, just imagine if it's funny. something completely different <laughs> like an art house <laughs> long, like, real introspective documentary like about, brow, really. yeah. <laughs> yeah. that would it's, be that would be brilliant i'd love that if they just went full-on like yeah just cast joaquin phoenix as johnny knoxville it's like really introspective like, yeah all the trailers nothing to do with the film that, yeah. that would be um, brilliant actually it's it's also it's not one of those films for me, anyway, that you're going to venture to the cinema for, surely that's oh, a, no, 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 what's that it on is... your telly? You know, you don't need the IMAX experience. For I that. haven't even looked if it's like on streaming or anything. Day one, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's. Yeah. I don't really know who's producing it, um, but yeah, 
It's Jackass, I mean. It is Jackass. There's not... Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, we get Uncharted in February as well. Yeah. Yay. I'm definitely <laughs> in two minds about that. Mm. Because I'm not even in two minds. I think it's going to be quite bad. Do you? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, that I trailer. like Tom Holland, and so I'm, you know, part of I me do really, really wants like Tom Holland. him to be brilliant. Um, yeah. And I don't... Do you know what? I... I don't think Mark Wahlberg's that bad. He can be very good, yeah. especially when he was younger. He, he could be brilliant, but are you guys hung he's just up not with solid. like it's just miscast? I think. Yeah, like, that's what I was going to say. You like characters. hung up with the casting itself and not how the it film. doesn't work for me. I'm sure like Tom Holland will be fun and quippy, but like he still will look ten years too young for what they're trying to do with this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but maybe it's obviously we have a mm-hmm. long-running history with the games. Yeah. Mm. And maybe it's designed to pick up new people in the same way yeah. that Sonic was exactly. a good way of introducing that character to mm-hmm. new uh, audiences. Yeah. Maybe that's what this will do. And I, I'm sure this film will do all right because it'll be, you know, Spider-Man's just come out and is very good and people are loving it. Like people love Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. They will go see this film. Yeah. Like it will do fine. I'm just, I feel like for, yeah, for any fans of the game, you're not going to quite get the Uncharted film you may want, especially like when we'll talk about TV a bit later, especially when you've got the last of us yeah. HBO show, which yeah. looks to be doing it how you'd want that to be done. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right though. I think, you know, people love the character of um, Nate so much. And mm. obviously the way he's been brought to life by Nolan North has been, you know, iconic. And I mm. think, Looking from that trailer, obviously they've ripped huge chunks of game and put it mm-hmm. in the film, but with a different thing. So yeah, it might not stick. I don't know. I'm I'm curious, we'll but yeah. not uh, massively hopeful. It's only it. Yeah, we'll find out soon. Uh, but also on the same day, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre comes out. I know I recently uh, went on about how much I love Leatherface. Um, this is on Netflix, I believe, the new Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. And what I like... So I normally wouldn't be excited by a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre because the original is the only one I really care about. Yes. But the reason I am excited is because this is doing what Halloween 2018 did, which was good, which is... They've said, we're ignoring all the other films, and this is a direct sequel to the original Texas mm. Chainsaw Massacre. So if they can capture mm. what made that great... I mean, it's hard to capture what made that so great, just because when it was made, I mean, you can't quite get that feel for a film these days. But yeah. like that's what I like so much. And that's... Because like, modern like horror doesn't have that thing of... like The whole thing of why Texas Chainsaw Massacre is so terrifying is because there's these people out in the middle of nowhere, no such thing as a mobile phone to save you, like, you have to run away from this guy, this madman with a chainsaw, basically, and if this is a direct sequel that picks up from the end, I mean, the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of the most iconic shots in all of film. Mm. It's been so long since, I think I've seen it once, and it was decades ago, so I can't remember. Very discomforting um (laughs) but yeah i'm i'm hopeful i don't you know who is that's why i am at the moment directing it it's like that's a a very good question it's not like he's not a first-time director i think he's directed one film before back in like 2018 or 2017 but he's relatively new he hasn't done 
March. Let me see. David Blue Garcia. What did he direct? I've not seen any of his. I think it's a film called like Tenyo or something like that. I think Teano and Bloodfest. I don't. Yeah, I I don't know a lot about him. Okay. I'm just. Yeah. I think more out of hope. Yep. I want this to be good. Um, but mm. yeah, we'll see. Well, but, um, I think it's the same well, for the Batman, which comes out on March the fourth. Everything I've seen of that film so far gets me super excited for it. I think yeah. this I is. It is. I've been avoiding like trailers and stuff. Just I think I saw you? that first oh. teaser, and like I've just kind of left it alone because I've, I've been soaking up as much as I can from that. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's my most. It's definitely p- p- top two or three, probably mm. of my most anticipated films for next year. Like, yeah, easy, I, yeah, yeah. I can't wait for this. Like. The casting seems spot on. The tone is what I want from a Batman film. Yeah. Um, the director, I mean, his Planet of the Apes films are probably some of the most underrated blockbusters mm. from the last like, 10, 15 years. I think they're brilliant. Mm. Um, yeah, I can't wait for the Batman. I don't know what more, more, more there is to say apart from well, I, I exactly, want to watch right? it now. I just think <laughs> no. like you look at the history of DC and obviously a lot of people like Zack Schneider and what he did. But to me, this mm-hmm. is hopefully the first step for DC and doing some really cool, exciting stuff again, because obviously Marvel has had the run. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And this looks like, like I think it probably is my most anticipated film for next year. And I'm perfect. You know, if it's great, I'll obviously want another one, but I'm also perfectly happy if DC are going to go this route of just doing one off. This is just a one off. Like I know not everyone, like I still think Joker is brilliant. I really like Joker. Um, I know it, splits people but i really like it and i'm happy that that's just a one-off dc film whether he'll come back as joker we don't know i don't really need him to i feel like that story's been done but um yeah if dc start going this way and leaning away from the universe stuff then i feel like that's what will get me excited yeah Yeah, for sure um and then coming just a few weeks later it's the big one it's sonic (laughs) 2 which honestly i thought that trailer looked brilliant and well up for it it's fun. Well, didn't you? You said you wouldn't show your your, your little boy Ed, but he was he to, yeah. he, like, I had to come up with a distraction. It was the day after, and I was like, "Just yeah. watch this, just to give me a moment." And then, and It'll literally, like blow as soon as his finished, mind. I think he watched it three or four times, literally on the trot, and then said, "Can we go and watch it right now?" Like, <laughs> That's so no. adorable. <laughs> At least it's only four months. I mean, some films you see a trailer; it's not a year, no, know, not for a year. So four months you but know like hopefully the, the first film queued up tales at the end of it and yeah. and so it will be what three years or whatever it's been in between films that he's been waiting mm-hmm. to see tales <laughs> yeah so, has he played have you got any other games has he had a go at any other they're quite hard they are yeah. they're hard and like even the yeah. sonic racing game is mm-hmm. very unforgiving compared to mario yeah. kart and things like that so like he's he's played them but like would we move on he wants the yeah. Sonic verse on cinema. That's all he needs. That's it. Yeah. That's all he needs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I to my shame and apologise to Ed for me. I still haven't seen the first Sonic. <laughs> apologise um, to Ed. So that's all right. Yeah. Maybe I'll. I've heard it's good though. Heard it's good. It's fun, on Netflix so. as well. So mm. you know. yeah. Maybe I'll bang it on Christmas Day. It, do you uh, know what? It's not a bad. Hour it is and a three quarters or whatever it is. Film. I think it was the last yeah. film I watched in cinema before same, the pandemic. Yeah, same I think it was yeah. that and Cats, which was a bit of a myth. <laughs> <Ooh. Yeah. laughs> what a double. Um, um, now, I know that the next film, The Unbearable Boy, yes. Massive Talent. I haven't actually seen the trailer for this, but mm-hmm. I don't, so I don't know much about it. it. Uh, do you know anything about it, Jesse? 
Um, yeah, isn't it that, um, oh my God, Nicolas Cage has been, he's playing yeah. himself and he's been invited to an island by like a super fan to attend an event, but the super fan is being played by, oh my God, what's his name, Cardi? Um, Pedro Pascal, isn't it? That's it. But yeah, um, Pedro Pascal yeah, the reason is not I, Pedro This Pascal. film looks mad. And is there anything more enjoyable than Nicolas Cage going mad? I don't know. Like, yeah, the basically the conceit of this film is Nicolas Cage is playing a version of himself and he's invited by Pedro Pascal, who's a very rich man, to come to his birthday party and recreate some of his most famous like characters and scenes and it is <laughs> from Nicolas Cage's from, career. From, from actual Nicolas Cage films. Yeah, so yeah. he's playing a version of himself. It sounds mad. What? <laughs> yeah. I, that, that, that just seems like the kind of film he would do and no one else would ever attempt to touch because they just don't have the career. But he's just he... going to be shouting, the bees, the bees. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be, be amazing. It's, it's um, a brilliant title. Yeah. <laughs> I will say yeah. that. <laughs> the massive weight. No, the unbearable weight of massive <laughs> talent. I don't think people have been um, expecting or wanting like a fan service Nicolas Cage film, but now it's just suddenly oh, appeared and yeah. I guess people are excited. I'm into it. Like, it's just such a bizarrely good conceit for a film, I think. <laughs> and I can't wait for that. Yeah, I think it's, what is it, April, April 22nd. April 22nd. Yeah. The same day, we are getting a film called The North Man, which is... The new film from Robert Eggers, who did The Witch and The Lighthouse. Ah, yes, um, please. A very, yeah, I love The Witch. I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. The Lighthouse, I was a bit split on. I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, but I do like that he's got a very distinct style mm. and he will just do things his way. And this one is a film set in, <laughs> it's very much uh, his sort of thing, 10th century Iceland. And it's got Alexander Skarsgård playing like a Viking prince. Right. Um I don't, I'm into it. Like, I'll watch anything Robert Eggers does just because it will be interesting, even if I don't love it. Yeah, so yeah. Well, that's it. I've I'm enjoyed really both of those films. Like, I don't think I've yeah. liked them as much as some people do, but they're both mm. you know, mm-hmm. incredibly distinctive. Yeah, I'm, I'm well into that. And then Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of yes. Madness comes May 6th. I'm really, really excited for this one. I think this might be my most anticipated Marvel. Ooh. I think oh, from Marvel, not movie. Mm, actually, I didn't. Mm, this and well, we'll discuss it in a bit. We could do both at the same time. This and Thor: Love and Thunder, like yeah. those two, I'm very excited for. Um, both very different things. I think Doctor Strange is going to lean much more in horror, not only because Sam Raimi's directing this, and obviously yes. from the Evil Dead franchise, and obviously Jesse loves it because of Spider Man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm kind of getting. So when I don't know by the time this has been recorded, there may be a Doctor Strange trailer out there. But me and Jesse saw the new Spider Man mm. uh, a few days ago, and at the the second post credit scene is basically the trailer for this film. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it looked great from what I saw. Okay. Um. It's exactly what I thought it was going to be—a bit darker. It's got all the Doctor Strange magic stuff going on. And yeah. Yeah, I feel like they said this was as close as the MCU's got to horror yet. So mm. I'm into it. Okay. Just to have Sam Raimi directing, like, I know you have Spider-Man and stuff, but then you have, mm-hmm. like, Drag Me to Hell. I thought that was a pretty fun, yeah, kind yeah. of, like, just mm-hmm. jokey horror film as well. And then, of course, Evil Dead. I feel this has to be good. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's a certain... Like, I know people get a bit tired of the MCU, which are kind of, like... I think everyone's felt a little bit of fatigue with it, but there is yeah. a certain flaw to it. Like, there's not many bad MCU yeah. films. Like, like Full of Dark World is not good like but even like you know black widow came out i think it's a perfectly fine yeah. action film 
it's one I, of the one of the worst like eternals i saw was a bit boring it's still okay like yeah. they're never going to be well, i think that's the thing isn't it that they're okay um but yeah. they've set the bar so high with stuff like endgame and all that so exactly yeah i'm i feel like we're starting to get properly into the next phase now yeah. with like spider-man and doctor strange we're getting all the multiverse stuff happening yes so. please i'm excited i'm gonna jump around a little bit just in the do uh, it just because of time but like i think out of the blockbusters obviously we've spoken about batman but i think jurassic world dominion is probably the one i'm most excited by mm-hmm. just because obviously dinosaurs my boy loves dinosaurs but like, <laughs> yeah. i think colin trevorrow is great i know i like the look of the prologue um even mm-hmm. though it focuses a lot more on you know what the world was like back then yeah and i hope they do something exciting with it yeah, yeah i'll watch it i I really like Jurassic World. I yeah. think it gets a little bit of a hard time. I, I, I really like that film. I thought the second one... It wasn't so great. The first mm. half I enjoyed, it second had, half... It had good ideas, more, yeah. Yeah, like this, that whole dinosaur auction could be analysed infinitely for how bizarre it is that... <laughs> well, how cheap a dinosaur is. <laughs> yeah, <bizarre. laughs> um, But, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm excited for it. I feel like... Like, yeah, there's a lot of summer... Like, we just haven't had summer blockbusters for the last couple of years for no. obvious reasons, but no. there's a lot this year. Like, we finally get Top Gun Maverick. And... I'm really excited for that as well. And that is yeah, totally so a film I, I will go and see in the cinema. A few months ago, I watched Top Gun for the first time. I hadn't mm. seen it up until right. a couple of months, like two or three months ago. And I really, really enjoyed it. Great it was film. just really <laughs> fun. Film. Like, yeah, it's just... It's exactly what I thought it would be. I just never got around to watching it. And I had a great time. So, yeah, I'm... I'm really excited for the second one there. And yeah. I think like watching those dogfights on IMAX will oh, yeah, be incredible. So Just it's to like, see Tom Cruise do, do, do mad shit because you know he's the one doing it. Yeah. Like he wants well, to. Well, he wasn't allowed to fly it. the plane. We <gasps> did a news story on that. He wanted to fly one of the. But they're, of they're obviously did. billions or millions yeah. of pound, uh, dollars and he wasn't allowed. So I don't. He's, he's certainly in the plane. He's probably not flying it. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Um, it, other stuff like yeah. So uh, yep. again, curious about that. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm just a sucker. You for love Toy Story, Toy Story man. Uh, yeah, I, I <laughs> I'm excited. Like it's Chris Evans playing Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, mm. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, John Wick Four. I'm not. I think I've said this I'm not a huge. In theory, I should love John Wick. It's just mm. never. I feel like yeah, my interest in that them. series has gone down with each film. Like I love the first mm-hmm. one, second one was okay, third one, yeah, I can't even remember that. I much mean, about it. by the time this podcast comes out, um, the Matrix will have been out for a week, and I can firmly say what an absolute shit show that is. Um, yeah. I've been wanting to say that for weeks, so I haven't been able to. Um, but yeah, so I feel like to me, and I know everyone loves him, and that's you know. Love what love what you love in life. I don't think Keanu Reeves is a brilliant actor. No, I've, <laughs> I don't I've, think I've he's think ever like... particularly been a brilliant actor. And to me, he's kind of entering that Jeff Goldblum zone of mm. popping up and being like, "Hey, I'm Keanu Reeves." Yeah, like, a bit too much now. Yeah. yeah, not actually doing any good work. Just kind of being a mascot yeah. for things. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. But John, you know, uh, again, I'll probably watch it. Like, I will watch a lot of these films that's the thing like there's a few films here people might not have on their radar which i think just sound very cool like the 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 movie bullet train um which is actually directed by the uh, david leach the director of the original john wick and it is about five assassins that like stuck on a bullet train in japan um and it's got brad pitt starring in it 
So it sounds pretty good to okay. me. I did um, not know that film existed. No. That sounds yeah. quite um, cool. I like a bit of Brad Pitt. Oh, I love Brad Pitt. And then you've also got, in July, Nope, which is the new Jordan Peele horror film with uh, teaming up again with Daniel Kaluuya. Yes, please. Um, that should be good. There's yeah. no reason to doubt that, no, I don't absolutely. think. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and then one I'm not really... I'm struggling to get excited for Black Adam. Uh, I don't have any affinity or connection with the source material. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. It's the, I mean, people love The Rock. I'm sure he, it'll do well. He's just the bloke who appears in every film and he just does his thing, I guess. I, I just watched mm-hmm. um, Red Notice on Netflix. Oh, how was that? that it is, do you know what? It's fun, but it's absolutely what you would imagine The Rock and Ryan Reynolds to be doing. It's, they, they are playing caricatures them. of themselves, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it was yeah. fun. Yeah, I mean, we've also got... I want to point out, yeah, like I said, there's a couple of films that may be under the radar a bit. I think in September, expecting a film called Don't Worry, Darling, which is the next film from Olivia Wilde after she directed Booksmart. It's Florence Pugh and Harry Styles uh, as the leads. And it's like a psychological drama (laughs) set in the 50s. It looks very intriguing. Yeah, I think Booksmart's brilliant, so... I kind of have faith in Olivia Wilde as a director. I felt like I yeah. sent some disdain in your voice when you heard Harry Styles there, Alex. What's uh, up with that? I, I liked him in um, Dunkirk, but whenever yeah. I see him in anything else, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Like, there's a reason people like Christopher Nolan and Olivia, like, these are people who know Who know what they're doing. Like, yes. Yep, they're not just casting him because he's famous, if yep. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He must have something to him. Yep. Um so yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by that. Also, I did not realise that Mission Impossible Seven is next. No, next I year didn't as well. know either. And uh, and then uh, followed very quickly by Spider Man Across Spider yes. the Spider Verse Part yes. One. So super excited by that. Yeah, that's both of those are going to be good, aren't they? Like Mission Impossible is just a just a great series. Like yeah, they don't really let you down. Maybe apart from two. Um, also, December the sixteenth, Avatar Two. <laughs> I Finally, feel like, uh, supposedly. Is, is that actually like, supposedly, coming out? Like, well, that's the I, date set at I the have moment. My doubts. There are behind the scenes shots recently of Jim Jim Cameron, like I know him, James Cameron filming the film. It's like, got to be. Yeah. Surely that's just him in his backyard just fucking around because I don't have faith in that guy. <laughs> I know it's like, feel like people after the fact are very snarky about Avatar. I. I genuinely think it's great. And I feel I, like it's a good cinema film. Like when I first watched it in the cinema, yeah. like it blew my mind right. as like yeah. however old I was when I watched it. Repeated viewings is just kind of like it's mm-hmm. fine. You don't get that like, same this experience. This is a man who knows how to make people see a film like Titanic, Avatar, two of the biggest selling films of all time. Like he's the Terminator, Aliens. Like he, oh, yeah, he yeah, knows yeah. what he's doing. Like he is. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like it's become a joke at this point. It's like I've got three sequels lined up and they're all going to come out at some point. But I'm excited <sighs> just because. Yeah, if anything, it will be a spectacle. It yeah, will I want, be. Yeah. I, I want to see how that, how his, those visual effects have progressed from that first film, however many years ago, to now. Because yeah. twelve it, years it has to in be the impressive. Making. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just we can't. We are like you said. We are pushing time a bit. But there's a couple more. I just think twelve years. Come on, that man! Is fucking mad. <laughs> it's gonna have to be spectacular. Look, he's got. <laughs> he loves his science and stuff. He's been doing other things. Oh. He's a busy man. Well, he, well um, he's been talking about Avatar sequels. For a very yeah. good chunk of that, so. yeah, he's just been working it out. He's, he's been exploring been the ocean there. and shit. Like, I think he was filming two and three at the same time. So hopefully, maybe we'll get 
two in quick succession. Four, five, six, and seven are coming shortly yeah, after, right. whatever it is. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm also excited for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm. I think the first Black Panther is great. Yeah. And if anything, I'm just more intrigued as what, what this film is Where they're going to go with it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah, we'll know more about that closer to time. Sure. Same with the Flash. Um, you know, I'm excited. We'll see Michael Keaton as Batman again. <laughs> yeah, uh, Aquaman two. I've not seen the first Aquaman. Yeah, so. I'm not into that so much. Yeah. Um, the Fablemans, which is Steven Spielberg's film for next year, it's a semi by semi autobiographical like coming of age story, um, which should be enjoyable i don't mm. see why it wouldn't it steven spielberg um there are rumors and i don't know how qualified these are at all that this might be his last film Ooh. which would be horrible news i mean at this um, point how old is the guy he's doing indie he's isn't like he 74 it's like or is he not directing indie uh that's a very good question maybe he's not Ooh, i thought he was it. directing indie. it da, but, da, da. Yeah. i feel like no he's james all mangold is the oh. uh, director of logan uh, right there you go. So oh, that's not too bad, actually. I don't. He seems like someone who won't want to stop. But like, it feels like a nat- If it is like, it's the first film he's ever done about himself. Really, like all of mm. you know. I'm not going to go into a history of Steven Spielberg, but he's done a lot of films that have taken parts of his own life in his mm. own early work. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. And of course, the big one, December 21st at the moment. <laughs> well, that's the it. untitled Mario movie. This time Just, next year, we'll either be. Celebrating or cursing? Who knows? The Christopher Pratt experience. Um, That's so bizarre, man. Like, I don't. We'll see. <laughs> Who knows? It could be a Sonic. It could be perfectly. Surely, fine. with how? Because obviously, with Sega, I might yeah. be wildly wrong, but it feels like they are less controlling of their brand mm-hmm. and IPs. Nintendo, however. Are not they're mm-hmm. super controlling oh, yeah. and obviously they've made yeah. missteps in the past but i think they're a very different company now than perhaps they were mm. yeah when the first Mario i will film. also like to remind you though that seth rogan is playing donkey kong so yeah. it's probably going to be quite good i uh, i think it's going to be a blast <laughs> well i hope it, it is could anyway. be, it, either way it'll be fun <laughs> uh, like, it, it'll, in yeah. the same way cats was fun yeah um <laughs> i've just got a couple other films i want to shout out that don't actually have um release dates yet but i'm personally very excited for one is disappointment boulevard which is the new film from ari Aster, the director of hereditary and midsummer mm-hmm. uh, this one stars joaquin phoenix uh which uh, i think and meryl streep i think so that's it's, it's not another horror cast. film is it it's a comedy horror which oh, is okay. weird um so yeah i'm intrigued to see he's only really directed pretty hardcore horror <laughs> up until this point so yeah yeah i'm intrigued to see what he does with that i mean i watched um, midsummer earlier this year and i thought that was great i thought it was mm. really good i thought it's like i really like it i still i think hereditary is yeah an absolute masterpiece I, so we, I, I love that film i feel, I feel oh, like i haven't geez. seen whacking phoenix in many other films to be fair just from like personally oh, to be honest you should you, you should get on that get on the full filmography of wacky you'll have a well, a mainly miserable time, actually, but also a good time. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Knives Out 2, supposedly, maybe next year as well. That should be Very excited about that. Insane cast. Uh, yeah, I- I'm excited for that. And the last one, if this film comes out, this will be my most anticipated film, I think, along with Batman, is Killers of the Flower Moon, which is Martin Scorsese's next film. Jesse Plemons, Leonardo DiCaprio, 
It's set on, it's based on the book of a story in the 1950s of like an Osage, uh, no, 50s, sorry, the 20s. There's like a murder uh, in like the Osage Native American um, community and it's to do with that investigation mm. um, and kind of like the birth of the FBI. Um, right. It's Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio with Jesse Plemons. I was going to say that it's going to be good. Well cast. Yeah. Yes. And um, I am. Um, yeah, with a good director. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I if I can talk to Martin Scorsese for that, then my life will officially be complete. I'll, I'll um, hook you up. I get thank you. Of you. Get Marty on the phone, please. And <laughs> you know what? I didn't even say the most exciting thing about that film, and I apologise now. Also starring Brendan Fraser for the first time in a long time. It's the comeback. That's where it Let's starts. Let's rejoice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so lots of things um, happening in the cinema next year, but also yes. like. I would say that on previous podcasts where we've done this, like TV has played third fiddle. Mm-hmm. If you look at what's happening on TV next year, obviously we've now got Disney going crazy, but there is some yeah. maniac stuff happening. Massive, massive stuff. shows like mm-hmm. uh, Euphoria. You've mentioned it. Yes. I, put, I think you put that on the cardi. I don't know it well, so I'm, I don't know I'm anything really about it. It's a HBO show started a couple of years ago starring Zendaya. Um, okay. It's basically, it's a teen drama set in a high school. It's ba- Did you ever watch Skins? In yeah, the- no, well, I did not. I know yeah. of it, but yeah. It's kind of a US equivalent, but it's a lot darker, a lot okay. heavier. Like it's not as, there are funny bits, but it's, it's a lot more intense. I, um, do, I do like that sort of like high school setting, so that does sound cool. It's I quite, do- it's, it's very good. Season one and season two is finally coming in January. Zendaya mm. is unbelievably good in that. Um, so yeah, I'd I'd recommend that a lot. Uh, yeah, ninth of January. It's only a week no. away at this point. Also, oh, that's pretty the, cool the, actually. The Peacemaker TV show comes out on the thirteenth yeah. of January. It really doesn't feel like it was that long ago that we had mm-hmm. Suicide Squad. No, I'm I'm intrigued by that. I I Suicide Squad surprised me how much I enjoyed it, and yeah, enjoyed John it. Cena surprised me in how much I enjoyed his performance in it. So yeah. I'm not sure. I'm wary it might just be the same joke over and over again. Well, that's the thing. I'm not sure it needed its own standalone TV show, but Mm -hmm. uh, as you say, let's give it a chance and and see what it does. Mm. Yep. Ozark season four. Again, I have no history there. So, Um, the final season of Ozark, I believe. Um, Yeah, I can't wait for that. Ozark's a brilliant Netflix show. If you haven't watched it, it's uh, Jason Bateman kind of. You know, it's a Breaking Bad esque sort of show. He's like on, has to run away from his family into the Ozarks, uh, not from his family, with his family into the Ozarks after getting in some trouble. And it's about them, yeah, trying to survive. He's a, he's a money launderer, basically. Yeah. So, Wicked. Um, it's very good. Yeah, uh, I'd recommend that. And then September the second is when Jesse's life transforms. It's <laughs> the Amazon telling of Lord of the Rings, the most begins. expensive television show ever made. Yeah, Are you excited I, for I it. I'm I'm quite excited, yeah. But oh. I I have I have my I mean that's not surprising. But I have my like sort of little niggling worries as well. Like at first I was sort of worried, like are they going to turn it into a sort of Game of Thrones ish experience where it's like, oh. I don't think they are. Yeah, but also like just I think that the reason why I loved Lord of the Rings originally so much is that it feels like a very physical and real world the way Peter Jackson portrayed those first three films, not so mm-hmm. much The Hobbit, because, you know, that was a bit too much CGI for my taste, but to have something completely separate and different set so many, many years before The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, you know, sort of like a fresh new story. 
I'm, I'm mm-hmm. excited for it. I just hope, like, pr- I hope the production value is there because it'll be a shame for it to feel so false. I guess that's my only worry. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it though. Yeah, well, it's not a direct. Yeah, they're not telling the Lord of the Rings show, are they? It's a story. Yeah, set it's in it's set during Middle the Earth. Second Age. Lord of the Rings, Hobbit was set during the Third Age. I think many years. Before. The most exciting part of it is to me is they they seem like they're doing it right. They've got Howard Shaw to do the music. Obviously, one oh, everyone want going yeah. for the original music and and. Yes. The music is a big part of what makes those 100%. films so good. So if he's doing something like that for this, then that gives me more faith. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and then we start looking at what kind of Disney Plus is rolling out, and it's a lot. Yes, um, yeah, a lot of Star Wars. Star Wars, Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi, Mandalorian Season 3, and Andor. Um, out of those, <laughs> One of them less exciting than, than well, the yeah, others. <laughs> like, yeah, and or less so. Um, but Obi-Wan Kenobi, super excited because I hope, I, I definitely want Ewan McGregor to be given a second shot because I think yeah. he deserves it. Yeah. Um, and Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. If, if he messes it up mind. again, then it's like, oh, that's, that's properly the end of his career. <laughs> He's not messing up. It's going to be perfect. I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I like Ewan McGregor. So yeah, I'm excited, I'm excited to see that. I know. I mean, we haven't watched any yet, but when this podcast comes out, the first book of Boba Fett will be out. Yes. So yeah. we've still got the rest of that series to watch. Um, I'm I'm not as excited for that. I'll see what happens with that. But Obi-Wan, I'm definitely looking forward to. Mandalorian Season 3, I'm I'm interested in. I want to see where they're going next to it. Because it felt like that story kind of had an, almost an now. end. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's it. Unless, it, hopefully, it's not just another look after this thing and then off he <laughs> yeah. goes for a bit who knows um, and or I'd, well again I'd, i don't have a an affiliation with that character from the movie no. so it's just like it's it's weird i've done a real 180 on like when i saw rogue one in the cinema i absolutely loved it yeah. I, like, I couldn't get enough of it i watched it again since oh, i just found it quite boring mm. um, I think it's quite boring yeah i feel like yeah. andor's Apart gonna have to be the, the darkest out of yeah. The other Star Wars stories, just because Andor's a bit of like a, I guess a prick. He's not like a nice guy, I guess. So they have to yeah. show that more darker just, side of the Star Wars Is it just the Mandalorian universe? again, though? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I, that's true. I don't know. Well, well that's I'll it. end up watching it. I would happily, if the, in the same way with Mando, they take the universe and put something new in there. But they've taken a character who, arguably, nobody really gives two hoots about. Or maybe they do. Yeah. Not certainly not me. And put the spotlight on them. Just come up with a new character. Come up with a cool new concept, but set it in that universe. I'd be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Give me the Cantina Band series where they're on tour. Like and almost like a Spinal like, Tap. But I get that. <laughs> like eight hour yeah. epic, just like behind oh. the scenes of them creating the the Cantina tune. Amazing. Is that not working? Not working. Let's try again. Yeah. Probably the TV show I'm most excited for is Last of Us because mm, yeah. um, obviously with HBO behind it, you would have made you would hope it's got the money to make it good. Yep, and I yeah, I think the casting looks pretty damn decent as well. So and you've got Neil Druckmann helping direct as well. So yeah, feels like they wouldn't have let this happen unless it was being done the right way. Yeah. and yeah, from, for yeah, sure. all the signs are pointing in the right direction with that. Um, and equally, there's. Not much more you can say about that because they haven't shown an awful lot on exactly. it. Um, but I'm very excited. I wonder how we'll get that. That's that's normally what on Sky, is it, if it goes? Yeah, yeah it'll be on Sky or Now TV. Uh, yeah. Aren't we actually getting HBO Max, though, soon in the Yeah, UK? I swear it's been announced for the UK. Ah, I remember yeah. that being a thing. Should, should have done that research. But yeah, it's, come, it's 
we'll be able to watch it easily, I think. Like, mm. I don't know how we'll actually be able to watch the Halo TV show here, yeah, because Paramount that's on Plus. Paramount Plus yeah, in no the idea. US. I'm not sure. They'll they'll manage some that... sort of mad deal where there's like, I don't know, collaboration with another one in it. Yeah, just... it was something here. I think that's how they go into the boardroom and go, let's do a mad deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, although I'm getting into Halo now, it's Halo Infinite. Um, I'm loving. Like, I'm not, I don't have that history of Halo, so I'm not overly yeah. excited for it. I thought the trailer looked fine. Like, I'll just treat it as a cool science fiction show, probably. I think it's the same here. It's one of those things that I and I wouldn't purchase a new subscription and watch it, but if it's there, I will definitely watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am curious for House of Dragon. Yeah, I mean, I, Game I, of Thrones obviously left a bad taste in a lot yeah. of people's mouth. I, I think. Did, I, do you know what? I did rewatch it. And I I enjoyed it, like I, it's still very, like what all of it and it, yeah, oh. it's, it's good. It's amazing, like yeah, people. It didn't end in the best way possible, but no. still some of the best moments and episodes of television yeah. of all time. Really, like it's phenomenal at times. And even though the last series, I didn't necessarily dislike where it went and how it did it. It was just rushed. Like it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Squeeze too much episodes. into it. Easy, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, it's easy to hang on to, and it's easy to hang on to, and then dislike what you know how it left off. But like you yeah. said, all of that before, all that sort of legacy it left and stuff like. There's a yeah. lot to like, and some it of the does best feel TV like it left recently. such a bad taste of people's mouths. Those, it's almost like not in the conversation anymore. Like when it yeah. was running, everyone's like, "This may be the best television show ever made." Now sort it's just of thing. gone. Yeah, no, it's not. You just don't see it on those lists or anything. So, yeah, I feel like you'd, you'd hope... They already, what, cancelled one prequel series, so they're going mm. ahead with this one with Matt Smith and the Targaryens. Like, is, is it the same creators of the actual TV show what, coming to House of Dragon? I don't think I don't it think is. I feel like... Writers. I don't think No, because they've been kind of <laughs> just discarded by <laughs> the industry at this point. Like, they're meant to have their Star Wars thing that got... Uh, oh. got discarded like whoops yeah i don't know like i'm i'll what of course i'll watch it yeah yeah and I'm, I'm hopeful again but at the same time i don't know like are you looking forward to getting into that cycle again of just because i think we have it with like marvel and star wars and stuff and i guess yeah i feel like this is maybe one even more than the show that maybe people who've read the books will get more of because there'll be, like, names mentioned and things like that. I'll be like, oh, I, you know, I've already forgotten who, like, some of the names are of mm. people. Like, oh, like, yeah, I'll watch it. It's more Game of Thrones. I'll, yeah. I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, for sure. And it's an incredibly busy year for Marvel because you've got Ms. Marvel, Loki Jesus, Season 2, yeah. Secret Invasion, Moon Knight, She-Hulk. It's like, that's a lot of stuff happening. I'm, I'm not sure if we'll see Loki Season 2. I'm not sure if that'll be this year. But no, still, not. even if it isn't, Miss Marvel will be. But then looks, again, looks good fun. Like they need something in there. Like, well, I think Secret, Secret Invasion, which is the Nick mm-hmm. Fury thing, I think yeah. that has the potential potential to be massive. Same with Miss yeah. Marvel, Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. I know it's got some big names, but I don't know got enough Oscar about Isaac, it. Yeah, I don't uh, know a bit about Moon Knight. He's kind of like a. It's like a darker. Marvel character. He's a bit like he's maybe the closest analog they have to Batman. Okay. He's kind of a, he's in, but he's actually genuinely quite psychotic. So Oh yeah. sick. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean Oscar Isaac's good. I don't know what yeah. his accent was in that little trailer they showed was, but you know. Yeah. If he's going mad, why not <laughs> go for it? She Hulk looks interesting. Um I feel like She Hulk and Miss Marvel Sorry, she Hulk and Moon Knight will be 
interesting but more standalone things whereas Miss Marvel and Secret Invasion are going to loop in more to the larger yeah. universe of things yeah. and those are the bits I think I want more at the moment yeah. I want that to get going so mm. yeah I'm, like I said I said this for all of it I don't know where we'll find the time but I will watch all of it yeah <laughs> so that's the thing we're yeah. trapped into this just vicious yeah. cycle of consuming I it do all keep- <laughs> Yeah. I do keep forgetting that Stranger Things season four is coming though in the have, summer. And I know. Have you watched I've the previous a, seasons? Yeah, I yeah. had a weird up and down with straight. Like, thought season one was great. Season two, I didn't really like very much. Yeah. I thought season three was very good. Um, now yeah, I'm excited for more. Like, I'm mm. a, I'd quite like to go back because I've only watched each of the seasons once. I'd quite like to go mm-hmm. back and rewatch them just to sort of get me back into it. But I think yeah, much like you, Cardi, one and three were good too. Less so. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah. I'm interested to see where they go. Like, like season three was a bit ludicrous at times. The whole, <laughs> oh, yeah. the whole Russian thing, which looks like it's a, a step further here. So we'll see. Yeah, well, I feel like haven't they also grown up a bit, and some of them have moved to California or something? Like, I feel like they're they're changing it up quite a bit in this one. Yeah, um, that might make it nice, a bit fresher. I hope it's just I want more of the fun '80s stuff of yes. them going to arcades and hanging out like. I, I'm perfectly happy. Like this, I know it's not the show people want. I don't care about the upside down or demogorgons. Just I wanna, I wanna have a fun time. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But there we go. Um, and then Ted Lasso is, you would imagine yeah. maybe next year. I think so. Maybe I, I, st- I never finished season two. Did you not? You should. I, I, I think it finished well. I like know. I lost it, interest. It was definitely hit and miss compared to the first season. I think they finished season two in a way that's i'm kind of like okay let's see where this goes mm-hmm. um and i do like yeah i do like him i think he's good <laughs> i suppose now that it's all out but i could probably watch the last five episodes and what they're only like 25 minutes long aren't they, they are so, like, I, yeah i think part of the issue is is for me anyway like i watched a lot in a chunk and then there was a massive gap and i kind of lost the continuity but and then having mm-hmm. said that you know some of those episodes made no sense, like the, the Christmas mm. episode, which aired yeah. at the end of August. It's like, it's all <laughs> I about. can't tell you how much I disliked that episode of television. No, I agree. It, it wasn't like, very good. Ugh, I can't. I can't deal with that level of tweeness. Yeah, like it makes my skin crawl. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if season three comes out. Actually, no, that might be one I don't watch. Maybe I'll end my relationship with, with Ted Lasso. Maybe it'll be over. What a shame. Can't can't watch everything. Maybe my most anticipated TV show, though, is Atlanta Season 3, um, which should come in 2022. It's Donald Glover's TV series about... I mean, what even is it about? It's about <laughs> a rapper in Atlanta and his friends and them struggling through life. It's just at times, just unlike anything on TV, like... Some of the episodes in season two, uh, I don't want to spoil it for people, but like, just yeah, unlike anything on TV, and I can't, I can't I've wait to watch more. Of them. Is, is it just, is it like a just a straight up drama, or did you say it was? A- it's a comedy drama. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's it's just it's just brilliant. Like, mm. I think it's all on. Is it all on Disney Plus now? I think it's a Star Show, so it might. All I think be it on is. Disney okay. Plus. Cool. Yeah. Um. I get yeah I just def- I can't recommend it enough. It's so good. Mm. And just some great like concept episodes as well just like doing something completely Mad. just outside the box. Like it has a storyline but it's a loose one. It's all they're kind of like individual episodes in a yeah. way. Um but yeah, unbelievably good. 
Uh, then we have the boys season three, which again, see how far yeah. that might goes come next year. To, uh, it must be next year because it feels like season mm-hmm. two. Um, what start this year? I think I feel like yeah, I feel like it, it was, was like a long time ago. Track. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, I... trying to sort of shock uh, mm-hmm. in season two, so it'd be interesting to see how far they take season three. Yeah, I, I really like season two. I was a bit season one. I was a bit lukewarm on. Everyone was loving. It. I was a little bit like. Mm. I'm not not quite so sure, but season two, I liked where it went. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for more of that now. Yeah, and then finally, a yes. little bit of sexy time, Cardi. <laughs> is it? Is that what it is? Well, I, I, um, I've never seen it, like... but that's all I hear people talking about. Ah, it's, it's not that. It's, it's romantic. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, everyone, it's time for season two of Bridgerton. You know what? Netflix. I'm very ooh, much ooh, looking ooh. forward to that because I watched Bridgerton all the way through for the first it's time fun. Like, a couple months it's ago. And yeah, it's actually generally quite fun. fun. <laughs> yeah, it's mindless fun. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, isn't the main the main sexy man's not coming back, is he? No, so they're focusing on different different people. That's uh, bullshit. When I heard um, that, I was. Upset. It's just a good bit of period romantic comedy drama, I suppose. Okay. I, I'm. I'm sure it'll be absolutely fine, but I'll I'll eat it up and be theorising with friends about who I don't know who's <laughs> going to end up in wedlock this season. Oh or, wow, deep theories. I know, um, but yeah, I'm I'm unashamedly excited for Bridgerton season there you two. Go. Mm. And that is our kind of well, I guess that's very a lot of stuff, isn't it? quick yeah. overview of everything that's coming out next. That's not year. even everything. No, exactly. Um, and like obviously, if we have missed anything out that you're at home are looking forward to, then let us know, IGN underscore UK feedback, IGN.com. But, uh, you know, I think we need it after this year and not related to games or movies or anything. Mm-hmm. It's been a bit of a rubbish year. So with all of that <laughs> stuff to keep us excited, Breath of the Wild 2, then it's going to be good. Yeah, I can't, I cannot wait if if even half of this stuff comes out it'll be amazing well if, yep. if half of it doesn't come out then something bad has gone wrong because <laughs> that's the thing you look at the, obviously movies have their release dates locked in way in mm. advance games are mm-hmm. so much more fluid we kind of know what's coming out for the first quarter of next year and then it's sometime in the distance um, yeah. But no, I'm excited um, and uh, I'm looking forward to finishing off this year and then diving into, well, not Rainbow Six, because that's the first big game that comes out next year. <laughs> Let's have a bit too. of We too. didn't mention Advance Wars exactly. either, which was postponed from oh, this God, year Oh, God, yeah, I forgot year, that was covered. I'm excited for that. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, too much stuff. Thank there you very much, gentlemen, for your time. Yes. And yes, uh, everybody else, thank experience. you for listening. And uh, we yeah. will see you next year. Until then, Woo. bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye.